It's the Flyers Forecast with Steve Jaco and Craig Forsythe taking a look at your Flyers week ahead. Hello, Philadelphia, and welcome back to the Flyers Forecast. I am Steve Jaco. This is Craig Forsythe, and we're here to talk about the Philadelphia Flyers matchups for the week of, uh, I guess we can call it January 27th, (laughs) but I mean... The Flyers aren't playing until the end of the week, so really, this is like for the weekend. Yeah, this is a Friday, Saturdays, and Mondays game because we probably aren't gonna, we weren't gonna find time after Sunday after the Super Bowl, and we're not, we weren't gonna do it before Monday's game, so we're just banging out the end of this weekend to start of next week all in one. You know, that works for me. Yeah, yeah, it works for me too. And that's, uh, I guess, we're doing it. We're doing it right here, yeah. So yeah, uh, there, look, it's a rule that you can't record a podcast when you are full of beer and chicken wings, and you got chicken wing sauce all over your greasy fingers. You just yeah. there's no possible human way to record a podcast under those conditions. It's just yeah. impossible. Also, I'm just gonna be watching those Super Bowl ads all night. You know what I mean? Once you want on repeat. Yeah, I gotta analyze which ones were the best. So uh, Here's a, well, that's for your your side podcast, which is uh, everything. Add verbally, yeah. So um, or add verbally, yeah. Add add verbally works. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so Sunday jam packed. So Friday's game against the Pens, Saturday's game against the Avs, and then Monday's game against the uh, Red Wings. And I almost forgot the game against the Red Wings because the Red Wings are a uh, pretty forgotten team nowadays. But uh, let's talk for good about... reason. Good reason. Yeah, thank God they, they are terrible again. But these floors, they are uh, the first team outside the playoff picture in the East, 27-17-6 uh, with a plus-8 goal differential. Went oh, into the wow. break on a high note. Shut out their division rival Penguins uh, 3-0 on Tuesday. Oh, wow. Pretty big game from Sean Couturier. I thought Farabee looked pretty good. Brian Elliott obviously had a pretty good game. So, uh, yeah, looking to do that again on Friday. Not feeling as confident just because it's a road game. It's a road game, and the idea of coming back from the break always scares me a little bit with the Flyers because I think of the came back from Christmas break and they got pounded by the Sharks 6-1 to on the road. Uh, Penguins should be coming in this goal, uh, game cold as well. Uh, but they are probably going to be a little bit more motivated because of the loss on Tuesday, and also it's a road game. So I'm not sure how I feel about it, Stephen. I mean, how much more motivation could they really need when they look up and they see those 14,000 yellow bridges staring back at them, and they say, man, we got to do this for the Iron Shitty. <laughs> We've got to do this for all the coleslaw and mustard this this town can hold i don't know if they're big in mustard but i mean you know if you're going with i mean it's mustard colored yeah it's all that's all yellow out there it's it's all produced by the heinz corporation yeah so i'm sure they they, they'll you know you're right they'll probably go home they'll slam home some shitty pittsburgh food and they'll be all right but uh and they will they won't need the extra motivation but going back to the floors real quick the flyers i I don't know why i keep calling them floors as a nickname but I, I, that's an internet thing, you know. Yeah, I do it around there. Yeah, I just it, I, I've joked before that this is the floors cast. Oh, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, I just I, I did one for a twice in like five minutes. It's not really like the best. Anyway, uh, middle of the pack in goals per game. They're fifteenth with three point oh six, tied for eleventh in goals against per game, eighteenth in power play percentage, and then eighth in PK percentage. Penalty kill, moving back up towards the top, uh, and then. 11th in shot attempts, 4 percentage, 16th in expected goals, 4 percentage. Uh, still, right now, as of this recording, uh, without Hart, 
and uh, Gossip Bear for the upcoming games. Uh, although Ghost should be coming back soon, and Hart shouldn't be that far behind him. Uh, the game on Friday, Penguins, second in the division, fourth in the league at 31, 14, and five with a plus 32 goal differential. I mean, that's <laughs> be fourth in the league in points and still not really lead your division. That's a uh, it's got to suck. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a real <laughs> shame. I feel terrible for them. I feel bad for Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know. Uh, they are also one of four teams that are both in top 10 in goals per game and top 10 in goals against per game. They are seventh in goals per game and eighth in goals against per game. Uh, the other three teams are the Bruins, who are sixth in goals per game and third in goals against, Lightning, who are fourth in goals for and ninth in goals against, and then the Caps, who are fifth in goals for and tenth in goals against. So those are the four teams I'm kind of scared of in the east and you know that's not really a good sign when there are four teams that kind of look like juggernauts right now but uh, i guess the flowers will uh, work their way through that uh penguins are also 17th in power play percentage tied for ninth in pk and then they have pretty good underlying numbers all around uh top 10 and shot attempts four percentage third and expected goals four percentage and they are tied for second with 1.98 expected goals against for 60 i talked about that last week it just means that they are the second best team in terms of limiting uh quality chances against at five of five and they have been doing that and it's mainly been because of the addition of john marino and chris Latang has been uh, better this year uh and, I mean, it's not John Marino's native position. I think that's quarterback, but it, it uh, works. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, sorry, I, I had to go with the dad. It's right there. there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I I apologize, but I also don't. You could say I'm sorry, not sorry. sorry. Not, yeah, there you go. Uh, and I will I will allow it. I guess I don't I don't know, but <laughs> I don't really Judge Craig allows. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Mister Forsyth score room uh let's look so and of course uh, as we've said before and as we'll talk about on fly parably coming out also tomorrow uh the flyers didn't get any schedule breaks when it comes to playing the penguins this is also the penguins first game back from the break and then their next game is on sunday afternoon so it's not part of a back-to-back um imagine that yeah uh penguins that must be most- nice <laughs> must be nice yeah it must be nice to not have to play back-to-backs you know you take a week off and then you come back to a back-to-back against you know two really tough teams it's it's no problem and it's not like the flyers have dealt with that all season long unfairly but you know here we are yeah i just you know it's a shame that they haven't been playing games since like tuesday and they could have just had oh they have oh okay so they could have just played one of these games on Okay. Uh, well, never mind. I, I, you know that makes too much sense. I guess yeah. just uh, the NHL schedule this year has made zero <laughs> sense, and it continues to make no sense. And, and apparently, Chuck, uh, Chuck, and the boys are going to be uh, gave the the business to the league today. But again, we'll talk about that Ooh. a lot probably. Uh, gave a, a sternly worded email to <laughs> Gary Bettman's office, <laughs> Mister Bettman. How dare you! <laughs> Uh, Penguins most wins at home this season. They have a record of eighteen five and three at the Igloo, whatever the hell they're calling it out there. Um, two meetings uh, so far. The Slaw Factory. <laughs> the t- the two- Penguins are eighteen five and three at the Slaw Factory. <laughs> the Slaw Shack. They're bringing it on home. <laughs> Ooh, the Slaw Shack. Slaw Shack. Penguin Slaw Shack. Oh God, the worst. The worst. Slaw Shack, baby. Stop. Okay. Uh, two meetings this year went completely different directions. Flyer lost. Flyers lost the first game seven to one on October 29th. It did not look like a competitive hockey game at all. 
Second one looked more like what a playoff game would look like between these two, and it was nice to see the Flyers edge out the Penguins defensively, and there really weren't that many scoring chances to speak of on the Penguins' behalf. I don't know if they just mailed it in before the break or if the Flyers just actually did take the life out of them, but hopefully whatever happened on Tuesday happens again in this meeting and the meeting they have later in March. Um, Now, Craig, according to my complicated numbers, I have a, a stat machine next to me. Uh, according to the stat machine, that means the Flyers are only down seven to four in the season series against the Penguins right now. Is that correct? Yep, they are one and one, but somehow no, no, seven to four. If they get three more goals, they they're tied on the season series. Yeah, that's how hockey works. That hey, you you read my mind. That was the next thing I was gonna say. Was exactly what you just said right there. D- yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, matching lines. So I think. Uh, I'm not too confident about this game on Thursday, and that should bode well for the Flyers because I wasn't too confident about last week's game. But game on Thursday, I'm worried about the matching of the lines because I think Couturier being lined up against Couturier's line with Proveroff and Niskanen out there against Crosby, as well as JVR Drew connecting out there against McCann, Malkin, and Rust was a big reason why the Flyers were able to limit the Penguins' offensive chances. But out in Pittsburgh, Mike Sullivan's going to get the last call. And I can guarantee Crosby's going to find a lot of time away from Couturier. So a little worried about that. I also don't know if JVR Drew Konechny can dominate possession-wise against McCann, Malkin, and Rust again. But we'll see. Um, and speaking of Malkin... you got to believe, Craig. I'll believe. I put faith in this team. They're going to lose like 5 nothing now. But uh, put Malkin, Malkin has a... Actually, you should continue not believing. Yeah, but not believe, me even not believing is like the best thing that the Flash yeah. can get. Uh, Craig says it's impossible. Yeah, that was in your court, Flyers. I won this game on Friday. So, uh, Malkin, 50 points, 15 goals, 35 assists in 37 games. He has team high point total. And then Brian Rust has 43 points, 21 goals, 22 assists in 36 games. Those are the two biggest point producers. Obviously, Crosby was out for a while, Gensel's out for the season. But, uh, and then the goalies, I they should, the Flyers should be seeing Jari again just because Jari has been the better goalie for the Penguins this season. And uh, he did, he played pretty well on Tuesday. He just, this, the, the two goals that were scored against him were pretty, pretty well-constructed goals. They weren't fluky goals. Um, Jari though, 16, eight and one with a nine twenty nine save percentage, two sixteen GAA and three shutouts. And then Murray is 15, six and four with a 900 save percentage, two, eight, four GAA and one shutout. So uh, yeah, not feeling great. See if I feel like this is, a lot of things going against the Flyers, the whole uh, not playing in Philadelphia thing, uh, the Penguins losing to the Flyers last week, and then uh, first came back from the All-Star break. I think they're going to have a little bit of uh, do they know they're in a game right now start to it, which I, I think fairly can be said about a lot of Flyers games at times in the first period. But I think it, it might look a little bit like the loss in San Jose, which is what I'm a little bit worried about. but. Yeah, but uh, who knows? I mean, that's why they play the games. That's why we watch. You know, if uh, yeah, you, uh, you fill in the cliche, you get what I'm saying here. <laughs> you, how are you feeling about this game, Steve? I mean, if the Flyers give 110 percent, play their all, have a tight defensive game, they should win. All right, I like it. There you go. <laughs> that's, uh, that's I I don't feel great. I don't feel great about it, but it, who knows. I, I have given up on trying to predict what this team is going to do on any given day. 
Yeah, I mean, any given day it is really kind of. Uh, I mean, especially if they're not actually in Philly, you really don't know what you're going to get out of this team. But at least as we're getting uh, down the stretch here, we're kind of figuring out that they should just be playing at home, not on the road, and then also don't bank on the power play, but bank on the penalty kill. I think it'll be a couple of big things going on here, maybe. Who knows? But the good thing is the Flyers then travel back to Philly to host the Colorado Avalanche on Saturday, which will be at 7 p.m. and is on NBC Sports Philly Plus, not just NBC Sports Philly. Uh, oh, yeah, no. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a mouthful. That is, that is a mouthful. Hopefully they don't get a third one. They call it Plus Plus, and it just keeps going on and on because I'm, I'm going to start losing track. But they are second in the Central at 28, 15, and 6 with a plus 36 goal differential. Second in goals per game. Nathan McKinnon has a gazillion points. They're a fast team. I'm worried about their speed. 72 uh, points in 49 games for McKinnon. That is good Lord. 70, yeah, he's got 72. Kale McCarr, who was having a tremendous season, uh, 37 points in 41 games as a rookie, uh, is second on the team. But he, like I said, has 37 points. So he is almost... McKinnon's almost doubled his point total, and he's second on the team. So McKinnon should be up there in terms of MVP talks for, um, for the league, which he is. And I, I wonder how much he's going to get I mean, it's McDavid. I don't know how likely it is he's going to pull it away from McDavid, but if you're looking for actual, I mean, he's he could be, he should be up there. I know McDavid's also playing with uh, Zach Cassian on his line, but I think something could be shipped for uh, Nathan McKinnon here. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, definitely nothing weird about this schedule going on. Uh, the game on Saturday is the Avs' only game in a 14-day span. Entered the all-star what? break on a three-game winning streak and a five-game point streak. So, obviously, I they didn't play. Um, I think the last time they played was Tuesday last week. Went through the rest of last week. Went through. They're going to go through all this week up until the game on Saturday against the Flyers. And I think they have Monday and two, um, Sunday and Monday off. So, uh, yeah. Uh, just a weird. These are the things that I could kind of get if you get enough of these instances. The Flyers could go to the league because what is that? I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of downtime for one team that probably doesn't need the rest with all the speed and how talented they are against a team that's traveling that just played the night before. So interesting, I'll say that. But uh, yeah, uh, they also also surprisingly not great special teams for the the Avs. Twenty second in power play percentage at eighteen point six. 20th with a 79 uh, penalty kill percentage. Uh, and they are, I mean, they're better than average uh, play driving team. They're 10th in shots, four percentage for 51.43. And then they're 12th in expected goals, four percentage with 51.43. Actually a top 10 team in expected goals against per 60, which is kind of surprising for them. But can't, I, I don't want to say you can really use the game earlier in the year as a point of reference because, if I'm not mistaken, that was the first game that the team knew about Oscar Lindblom's uh, cancer diagnosis, and it was before the rest of the public knew. And it was in Colorado. And it was is... in Colorado. Um, and again, I mean, the, it, with that news laid on you to play against a team like that, it wasn't going to be the prettiest of nights as is but uh, and again it was in colorado and for some reason maybe it's the line matching i who knows the flyers cannot beat a team on the road to save their lives i think uh, honestly 
Charlie said it a couple weeks ago, uh, the last BSH radio I filled in, we were trying to talk about home and road, why there would be such a drastic difference. And he threw out the idea of line matchups, and it makes I think that makes a lot of sense. Cause I, and I think we're going to see the perfect example of it on on Friday. Because Crosby was out there at 5-5 five and five for almost entire, his entire game against Couturier, and he didn't have a single shot attempt at 5-5. Five and five. And I think when you go to Pittsburgh, and you're going to give Crosby, like, I bet you Sullivan can probably get like five to six minutes away from Couturier, and that's going to make a world of difference. Because even though he didn't have a shot attempt in that game, he still had two or three chances where he set up his his teammates. So as soon as he gets away from Couturier, and I think that's when a lot of these top-end players want to get away from Couturier, that's when shit goes a little haywire. But Well, and that's why I'm interested about this game in Philadelphia, yeah. is, is McKinnon going to be, able be just to blanketed by Couturier all night. Yeah. and uh, yeah. Should be a good matchup. Oh, yeah, no, it should be. Yeah, I also should have picked up on what you were saying uh, the, the first two times you said it. But, yeah, I think it will be an interesting matchup. And if they do take away McKinnon, I think it is a little bit of a different ball game. Yeah. Uh, and also the goalie, I mean, Elliot should be on top of his game. So, uh, And then uh, goaltending for the Avs, I think it still should be Pavel Francus, who is 12-4-2 with a 9-24 save percentage, 2.45 GAA. Uh, Grubauer is back with the team. I'm not sure if he's going to play on Saturday. Grubauer! Grubauer. But he is there. 14, 10, and 4. 9, 10, save percentage. 2.82 GAA. And one shutout. Uh, I mean, either of these guys are... Grubauer has been a pretty good story out there this year. Um, taking over the starting role and kind of running with that team. Uh, and then Frank Hughes has been a good... I mean, he's been... Maybe an even better story because came out of nowhere on this team. Both these teams' top two goalies went down, and he's been able to uh, kind of fill in pretty nicely. So, you know, if Frank Coos was in Philly. They call him the Cuz. <laughs> yeah, that would be a yeah. They call him a Pavy Pavy Cuz. No, they want to call him Pavy Cuz. They probably call him uh, just a Cuz. Yeah, probably just a Cuz. You're right. The the Cuz sounds better. Uh, so two losses, and then they're going to play the Red Wings. Actually, I shouldn't say that. No, I'm going to go with two losses. When I'm negative, they usually do well. So, two losses. And then, Steve, they got to win this game on Monday. I don't care if it's in Detroit. They're playing the Red Wings in Detroit on Monday, 7.30, NBCSN. They stink. they got to beat this team. Uh, They're last in the league at 12-35-4 with a minus 90 goal differential. Woo! Minus 90? Minus 90. That is uh, 28 points in 50 games? 51 games. So 28 points in 51 games. LA is 30th in the league with 41 points. The 30th ranked team has 13 more points than the Red Wings. That's how bad they are. (laughs) They're a whole fleet of tanks. Yeah, Steve Eisman knows how to make teams bad and then build them up. So they'll get Lafreniere and then they'll start cleaning up after this year. But yeah, real bad. Uh, 31st in goals per game, 31st in goals against per game, 29th in power play percentage, 31st in PK percentage, 29th in shot attempts four percentage, 30th in expected goals four percentage. Uh, yeah, just not great. The only number where they were almost in the top half of the league was shot attempts against per 60. They were 15th. So they are. They are in the top half of the league. So they edged it out. Uh, everything else, they are, it's no joke. It's, they're 29th or worst. They're really bad. And uh, they are 8-16-2 in Detroit. The only Flyers game they've had against the Red Wings so far was a 6-1 win, I believe, on Black Friday. 
and they entered the All-Star break on a six-game losing streak and without a regulation win in their last seven games. I, I mean... Woof. That's, you can't... Do, it, I, there's no analysis here. Just beat the bad teams. Like, it, there's no... We don't have to worry about line matching. Uh, uh, yeah, Tyler Perduzzi leads the team with 13 goals and 36 points in 51 games. Dylan Larkin also has 36 points. Also, this team has Valto Filpula. I forgot about that, so I'm just going to remind that for other people. Uh, Legitimate. Oh wow! Man. Like I <laughs> forgot about that as well. Like, this is this is new information to me. Yeah, because the Red Wings are just a team. Like when you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I wonder what the Red Wings are doing. You're like, oh, well, yeah, they're definitely going to get killed tonight. So there's no reason to put them on and remember these random people. But oh, Filpula, three goals and 13 assists for 16 points in 50 games. That's what Ophelia does. That's what he fucking does. And that guy was our second line center in a series against the defending Stanley Cup champs <laughs> two years ago. Perfect. You gotta love sports. It's the best sometimes. Uh, Jimmy Howard is, I mean, he's still there. Uh, that's a record. That's a fucking record. 219 and 2, 883 save percentage, 4.12 GAA. Jonathan Bernier just boat race on 10 12 and 2 with a 904 save percentage like, you know the, the robert de niro <laughs> like the sourpuss robert de niro face where he's just like yeah no. that's i'm making that face just looking it's at those not, numbers these are yeah i'm pretty sure i could just spoon feed you horrible wings stats and you've been making that face all night i mean there there's no redeeming aspect to this Mike Green's still there. Did you know Mike Green's still playing professional hockey? Him, Trevor Daly. <laughs> I had no idea. Like there, there's so many bad players that like like Trevor Daly. The height of my interest in Trevor Daly was two, uh, three years ago, when Mike Sullivan saw that he had literally no defenseman. He was like, all right, uh, I guess I'm gonna play Trevor Daly 20 minutes a night and won a Stanley Cup. And now he is. I, I, if they're, I don't know, they just can't lose the game on Monday. Is all I know. It's in Detroit, so it becomes a whole X factor with the Flyers because we're we're not even going to know. If but it, I mean, right skates on their feet. But like they two nineteen should. and two, <laughs> two. They he's won two of twenty three decisions. For the love of God, I you. There, there's really no excuse. I mean, unless the Red Wings are going to come out on a crazy ass tear and just you know, win out, but. Anyway. They're not making cars in Detroit anymore, but what they are making is tanks. Motown? More like, oh, town. <laughs> that was my doc impression. <laughs> Goalie management, by the way. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm saying... Moose, we, moose, moose. I'm saying moose, moose, moose. Yeah, because I... Moose, moose, moose. I was looking for updates on Heart and, uh, and Ghost. I did not see any, so I'm saying moose. Same moose, 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 but I think, I mean... Uh, Heart... It might be moose, moose, lion. Yeah, it's, which sounds like a more intense version of Duck, Duck, Goose. It is. It's like a paintball it's... version of Duck, Duck, Goose, or like a the Street Fight version. I, I will figure it out. We got time. I like the so. Street Fight version. Yeah. Street Fight, yeah. I don't really like the paintball version. But anyway, the, uh, yeah, so we'll go Elliot, Elliot, <laughs> Elliot. Paintball version. Let's run him into the ground. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's get let's do this Hackstall style. Let's do it Hackstall. Yeah, let's pay a tribute to Hackstall, the future New Hack City. assistant coach on the winning team of their Stanley Cup winning team of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs this year. Who, uh, man, you know what? The Flyers may not make the playoffs, but the Maple Leafs still make the playoffs. Uh, it's I'm gonna laugh. It's gonna be funny to me. It would be a small comfort. It, it would be a couple chuckles. A little bit of laughing out loud, a lot of pointing at people, uh, hoping Steve Birch is just having a good time up there. 
So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that. So uh, one, two, and zero. Oh. That's my prediction for this week. Uh, play Elliot every game, and then uh, players of the week. Steve, who you, who you feel? We keep. By the way, my up. my record prediction this week is one, one, and one. Oh, okay. Who? Uh... I'm thinking, unfortunately, a little OT loss against the Avs. <laughs> okay, and then loss to the Penguins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that... I'm not feeling good. I that, I just there's there's too many. If every time this team goes on the road, we're like, well, they're on the road and we're chalking up as a loss, I'm not going to feel good going out to Pittsburgh off a break. Like, it's just, there's too much. I mean, you know, there's just too much there. But, there's uh, just too much there. There's too much there. Uh, and then, yeah, Elliot, 14 times. I'm sticking with, yeah, I'm sticking with TK. We're, we're keeping the same players of the week. I'm st- Yeah, I'm we're going to keep it going. There's only one game, so we might as well just keep it going with the players of the week from last week. And guess what? We actually tied because there was only one game, and TK and Couturier both came away with an assist in that game. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it going. You got TK, I got Sean Couturier. And, yeah. yeah. I will say, I think Couturier's pass was a little bit better. Uh, some sweet, sweet sauce to, to work. It was. It was, uh, it, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. the, uh, the TK. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was know, just I, trying to I think of I... like a fun way to talk about sauce. <laughs> and then I, I just blanked. A little bit of donkey sauce on that. There you go. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, that had some donkey sauce on it. Guy, happy birthday, Guy Fieri. I just All right. like the, uh, how I handed you. I didn't, I didn't even like offer you a question. I just handed you a statement and expect you to say something off that. And it was pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much how it went. I, I left yeah. the dragon there. Yeah. So, yeah. all righty. That's a, that's a forecast. <laughs> that's a forecast for you. We'll be back with a forecast, I don't know, some point next week because the schedule is screwing us up now. But we'll figure it out, and we'll talk to you next time. If you have any feedback for us, best place is on Twitter. You can reach Craig. Sports are bad. You can reach me at Flyperbole or at Estebomb, but make it Flyperbole. Be sure to follow BSH Radio and Broad Street Hockey, and listen to all of our great podcast offerings on Broad Street Hockey. Gang, that's all we have for you, and until next time, good night and good hockey.